0: Welcome to the podcast. I'm Santa Ross. Ho,
1: <laughs> ho, ho.
0: And I'm the New Year Grinch Phil. Boo, boo, boo. And this is oh. our fourth annual,
1: fourth annual wrap-up of the year wait, that Wait, wait, is been. this, wait, how could you, you're saying this is our fourth annual, fourth annual? What does that mean?
0: Well, no, no, I was just repeating it for dramatic purpose. Ah, uh, uh, so, uh, how, how was uh, How was so for the first time ever, we're recording this after Christmas, which is new. Normally, we record it before. Mm. Uh, how was yeah. Christmas?
1: Um, it well, for those who don't know, it was sort of my first proper Christmas. It was interesting because of uh, being with the wonderful Jenny. Um, she also encouraged me to light the the candles on Hanukkah, which was very interesting and and uh, really positive. And uh, yeah, you had a kind of a right. mixed
0: faith Christmas issue, didn't
1: you? We did. We did what is commonly known as Christmaka. Ah, so it was uh, it was fun, and it was really lovely. I had a, a lovely uh, lunch, uh, which I tried to help, but Jenny basically did it. Ross, um, <laughs> knowing, knowing your cooking skills. Like, doesn't overly surprise me, right? I whip up a mean beans on toast. And <laughs> <more>. um, <laughs> my, my skill, it's my special skills. Um i I've got a certain good. set of skills. <laughs> I have a certain set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare when trying to cook. Um, <laughs> we watched a bunch of movies. Uh, it was, yeah, it was really, it was really nice. I mean, given, given the uh, lack of what we're allowed to do at the moment, although having said that, Christmas day is kind of different in the UK. Uh, from some countries, and that you can't do anything anyway. So... Yes. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a, a lockdown Christmas Day is is not much different to every other Christmas Day.
1: Which is weird. I mean, again, again for the last two years, I've been to Philadelphia for Christmas. Um, the first year, we we went out to see Mary Poppins because the cinemas are open. Uh, Mary Poppins returns, I should say, and had an amazing Chinese food. And then last year, we went to the... Um, it was a, a like a... I guess you'd call it like a Jewish cultural centre, and um, for the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, oh yes, uh, I saw that yes. exhibition. It was absolutely amazing. Like you can do things on Christmas Day, and people do. Like it's fantastic. It's, um, you know, yeah. Well, very good. Well, look, we are
0: uh, going to not talk about any new films this time, unless there's a new film that sneaks into you at your usual. Because oh, this gee, is gee, all gee. focused on our wrap up of the year and this is how it's gonna go we we give our <coughs> we have done our top 10 best and top 10 worst we won't focus too much on numbers 10 through to four but we'll dry, dive no. a little deeper into three two and one um and there'll be some honorable mentions as well along the way punt rule is in full effect if you've ever listened to one of these podcasts before you'll know that the punt rule is if i mention a film um i set number 10 and ross has it at number two Ross can say punt, and then we talk about it later on down the line, although that doesn't count for the honourable mentions. Um, I was, we're just blasting through the honourable
1: mentions. I would still like, yes, I, I agree. I would still like to do best new and best old film. Oh, still, my God. Like, this
0: podcast know. will be four hours long if we do that, Ross.
1: it take, it, take like two, it take like two minutes. Oh, oh, we don't do that on this. That's not how the show goes. <laughs> it could potentially take two minutes. It will never take two minutes because it's you. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why anyway. And you, Go should, on then. you should do yours. Okay, so uh, the most recent new film that I have seen. There, there, there is like a, a double entry here because we're going to slightly oh. go over something we've already gone through. <laughs> no, the most recent film that I've seen uh, is a film called One Night in Bangkok starring Mark Kascos.
0: Ah, yes, uh, I've heard of it that. Well
1: featured role by Kane Kasagi, uh, who's only in one scene, unfortunately. Uh, it's really rather good. Um, the director is someone whose films I have mostly been very iffy on. I find them almost incomprehensible to be. They're usually very well shot and edited and stuff, but like, 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 really <laughs> interestingly, artistically, but I've never usually. I found it very hard to follow. If I'm honest, this is a much more comprehensible in a good way. <laughs> it's not just damning with fake praise, uh, movie. And it's it, it takes its um it takes its cues a little bit from Collateral, the Tom Cruise film. Oh, uh, okay. A, I'm interested. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah no, I, I really I, I liked it a lot. The Cascos is is absolutely the linchpin. His performance is superb, uh, and it's not an all-out action movie like you might think. But it has bursts of action sporadically, which are all very good. Uh hugely recommend it, actually. I like, hugely recommend it as opposed to I thought I was just going to be like, oh, God. like, uh, I okay. was very surprised at how. And in fact, Jenny watched, I think, pretty much the last kind of two thirds of most of it. And I was surprised that she was fairly engaged with it because, you know, it's not <laughs> a cup of tea. So um, I thought that was great. And then just my my most recent old film. Uh, well, it was it's sort of a double bill of the original Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile, the 70s version. Oh, uh, OK. Yeah, yeah. They are superb. We, we don't need to get into it too much. They're both, st- they're like star-studded, sumptuously made extravaganzas. You just don't see, you really know, when you watch them yeah. and you go, you just don't get there. And here's the funny thing. We've been talking about this. As a kid, I wouldn't have liked these films. I just wouldn't like even maybe in my 20s, I'd have found them boring, even if I could go very well made and, and everything. You know, I found them both fully, and they're both over two hours long, they're both like two hours and 20 or something, fully engaged, really loved them. Uh, you know, I, I won't go on too much about them. And weirdly, having posted about them on social media, it's amazing how many other people have watched them recently, too. It's as if they're a Christmas thing or something. But Who knows? Yeah, um, fascinating.
0: I'll, I'll do mine really quick. Uh, new mm-hmm. film was Wonder Woman 80,
1: 1984. Oh, uh, I didn't want to talk about that, but okay.
0: <laughs> it, do you know what? There were bits of it I really liked, and, but Same. I, I, I absolutely hated the fact there's an hour and 10 minutes before anything happens.
1: Action-wise. Yes, and also, I'm sure you've probably. Been seeing articles online about her the, the the extremely dubious morality of what's going on in that film. It's very very creepy considering considering Diana supposed to be this warm, emotive, you know, like knowledgeable, you know, like very human, uh humane even person. The stuff they do to the guy that is basically possessed. unless let's not get to too many spoilers. Is insane. Like it's yeah. insane. It's it's. Um, I, it I gave not it a six. any sense at all
0: out of 10. Yeah, I can see that. It was a borderline five out of 10, but it there was a really, I really like the base story and I really like the fact that they built yes. up to something. But yes, completely agree. And the
1: first half hour, I will say the first, the, 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 the prologue, which I'm not always the biggest fan of, they did do the prologue really well and it comes back really well at the end. And also the very first bit of the 80s yeah, was excellent. Very cool. really however, fun, really
0: fun. However, it, li- mm. it literally could not fit into the DCEU any less no no like, you'd know. think someone someone in one of the later justice league films would go oh yeah there was that massive thing in 1984 when the world almost ended right
1: yes yeah near a, a apocalypse uh, narrowly averted and and, and the, the biggest mistake in the end while i think chris pine is fantastic but they're great together the biggest mistake was anyone saying we should bring him back yeah because they spent this, this way too much of is there really time for this going yeah. on in the film? Yeah, yeah, totally. Let's uh, not get it. I'd love to talk about it properly. Yeah, we'll, time, we will uh, on
0: the ne- maybe the next podcast we'll talk about it properly. And the other one is we've been re-watching the Harry Potter films We're up to number three, Prisoner of oh, Azkaban, I mean, which is still one of the best Harry Potter films. I meant um, to do
1: that over Christmas. I haven't done. That's yeah. absolutely well, that was one. That of my <laughs> plans. I haven't done it. Um, I need to
0: do it. I really love Prisoner of Azkaban. It's really good. I also I I won't focus on it too much. But also watched the new George Clooney film, the Mid uh, Midnight Sky. Ah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, it's it's it's
0: beautiful. Oh,
1: oh really? Okay.
0: As a as really? a lo- looking um but ah. everything else is basically it's it's effectively like like you've seen it all before. Anyway, let's get on to the the meat and bones of this podcast. Let's start with our turds of the year and we'll spend less time on this because is never as much fun. And let's be honest, you know, no. we all know what number one is.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> so. do, it's, it's fascinating. I will say there have been some significant changes in my top 10 or top five, if you like. Oh
0: yeah. I mean, my I i, I have a little, a little rug pull for you later on uh, on the best mm. films. So look, I'll start with my dishonorable mentions. Um, Again, we don't need to punt these, but in the line of duty, uh, The New Mutants, Countdown, Arkansas, The Old Guard, After Midnight, The Rhythm Section, Ugh, Fantasy Island, Richard Jewell, Spencer Confidential, Scoob, Force of Nature, Tenet, yes, I went there, and The Secret Garden all sit in my dishonorable mentions. Your dishonorable mentions,
1: sir. I Also, I think several of your dishonorable mentions don't, should, but anyway, but yes. Um, I qualify this I'm tra- by saying
0: they are five out of 10 or lower.
1: Right, that's, that's fair. Um... Just quickly, I think we should also do hero and villain of the year because oh, I've done that. Fuck, this. I forgot yeah. that. Okay, well you've fine. got time to think. You've got time to think about it. Yeah. Um, Dishonourables. Now, here's the interesting thing about my Dishonorables. there are three, and all of them, all of them, are much better films than the films in my bottom ten, okay. as in much more, in- much more enjoyable films. So while they would be classed as bad films, they are all hugely enjoyable. So Deadly Mile High Club, which if you haven't watched, you should. Definitely watch um, Money Plane, of course. <laughs> I can go. And the go second, there. and the second, because they're all like you can't, <laughs> but they are, they are all three are super enjoyable for all the wrong reasons, yeah. um, and are much better than any of the films in, as in more enjoyable than any of the films in my bottom ten.
0: Ah, okay. So look, we'll we'll go ten. Uh, we'll go, I'll do my ten. I tell you what, why don't we go. Ten, nine, eight, and we'll, we'll go down that way, right? So my number ten is uh you should have left. The, the
1: uh, cinema, my number ten is basically yeah, my, my number. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. I, I sort of want to see it vaguely, but it sounds like it's a bit like stir of echoes. Neither of which so I have really any interest in year. watching. Yeah, uh, my number ten is, and <laughs> there's an argument saying it should have been in the top ten. It's more, maybe more of a dishonorable, but the old guard.
0: Uh Yeah, I, 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 it was in um, mine. Just, Number nine, a film you're going to punt is Bloodshot.
1: Uh, punt, for sure. Uh, my number nine, we've talked about it already, The Craft Legacy. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Disappointment rather than necessarily being particularly bad. Uh, yeah, I get
0: that. I mean, but then it's only a disappointment if you hold the original craft in more regard than it's actually worth because That's the original craft fair. is still a shit film.
1: I don't think it's shit. I think it's fun. I
0: think it's uh, fun.
1: Like, I enjoy the crop.
0: Eight, The Tax Collector.
1: Oh, I haven't seen it yet.
0: There is a it. good film in there. There is a good yeah. film in there. It ain't the one they made. <laughs> it's you like... Know, it's and sad. also, the fact that Shea LaBeouf got, got his entire chest tattooed and you do not see what? it once in the film.
1: You don't even see I didn't no. know that. No, it's you infuri- literally had to, don't see it Didn't properly. he have... In Fury, didn't he have, like, a couple of his teeth removed or something yeah. insane, like something the, crazy? But at least the, guy, the guy is fucking nuts. Um, yeah. But there you go. So that's my number eight. My number eight is Jewish Jitsu. I mean, is it Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> or whatever? It
0: is?
1: <laughs> Jewish itsu, you never know, noodles. I, I know, like Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. I enjoy Jiu-Jitsu, but it's in my bottom ten of the year. I mean, it is a
0: pretty. It's lousy. Movie.
1: I mean, I mean, it's lousy. It's shoddy. If nothing else, it's just purely shoddy. If you it, think about what jujitsu could have been, like it could have been a film that had jujitsu in it. So yeah,
0: it could have um, had jujitsu in. Would like, have been a major plus.
1: Yeah, jujitsu could have been so much fun, and there are yeah. bits that are, and that's the worst thing. There are <laughs> a handful of bits, mostly Nicolas Cage, but the rest where you go, is- this film could have been properly enjoyable. Just, just, just the POV fight. Yeah, just that 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 makes me actually angry. Like, uh, no, I'm thinking about it now. I, it I, yeah, number seven,
0: cutthroat city, or cut cut it. budget New Jack City, as I I call it.
1: Um, I don't even know what it is. I've never heard it's of
0: basically it. if you imagine New Jack City uh, and then mm-hmm. throwing all the urban crime um, cliches you've ever seen in better movies, which uh, are also
1: probably in New Jack City,
0: <laughs> which will probably start in New and Jack I love City. New, I loved, yeah, They're rebooting probably. that, by the way. I've heard i what? I know, doing another version of it. But yeah, Cutthroat City was shit. Uh, mm. Your number seven? The Night Clerk. The Night it's... Clerk. Now I've not mm. seen that. I've heard bad things.
1: It, we, at first you think, oh, this is going to be kind of, and then you go, no, oh no. Like, you know when you keep going, oh no, no. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, constantly.
1: Mm. Um, my number
0: six, my second, third Blumhouse film of the year in the p- mm. piss poor section, which is really disappointing. Because usually Blumhouse are, are very very good.
1: The Lie. The Lie. Oh, that, well, hang on, but that's a TV movie, isn't it? Well, isn't that that's um, that's Welcome to the Blumhouse.
0: Yeah, but I, they're that's still that's there's... not a movie movie. Well, no, they were marketing on Amazon as movies. Yeah, but they are they are a TV show.
1: They're part of Welcome to the Blumhouse.
0: Yeah, but that's they're they're bit, that is like just uh, four low internet. budget films. It's
1: not like they're still. There's still no, films. But like for example, no, but for example, you've got things like Into the Dark, which is a series, but it's a TV series of feature films. <coughs> mm. It's not a movie. Uh,
0: it's a movie. It was marketed no. as a movie. It was marketed as the four new Bloodhouse I mean, movies okay. on Amazon.
1: Okay, but they're not they're not though. But there you go. But
0: anyway, either way, it could have been good, but it wasn't. It was shit.
1: Okay. Really? Boring. Yeah, I've yet to watch any of it. So there's four of them so far as I do. Don't, w- don't worry.
0: Them. I mean, I've seen t- no. actually, no, to be fair, one of them is all right. Um oh, the one with um sydney sweeney and i can't remember what the fuck it's called but that one's actually quite good um but okay. the lie is the lie is not good so the whole welcome to blumhouse thing though fucking waste of time uh anyway you're number six
1: my number six is the fucking rhythm section <laughs> it's really do you know what really fucks with? like <clears throat> it shows you if it's a stayed in my head a little bit because again the potential for it to be a kind of gritty, surprisingly effective, like surprising as in it wasn't surprising. Like, and 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 I know this sounds obvious, but the trailer is such a mislead and I, we all know that, but I remember seeing the trailer for this and going, this looks hot. Like this looks really interesting. And the film it is excruciating. Like it's not even, it has those little bursts of action from the trailer yeah, but not much, and, the, more. and there isn't it, and there isn't anything else, <laughs> and like like there isn't anything. I mean, it's so hollow, and it's so down. Like it's so look, we, we can all watch a gritty, you know, downbeat, you know, movie, but it just seems so, the whole thing just seems so. There has to be more lackluster, right? yeah. And and Blake Lively was clearly working so hard. Yeah, she did. She did like a good job, the film so was hard. Dull. It's just awful. It's awful. Um, oh, like awful. L-
0: my number five is Blackwater Abyss. They made a giant killer croc movie bad. That's, well, I mean, I don't write a bad one of those necessarily. You can't how boring. can you make a bad movie about a killer crocodile? It's literally impossible. Well,
1: I suppose if it's, I suppose if it's boring,
0: it's kind of. <laughs> and that's the problem, yeah. it was boring. Uh, that was my number five, your number five.
1: My number five is, uh, it, uh, it's Welcome to Southern Death. Oh, the sequel to yeah, it, uh, just well, it's not even a sequel. It's sort of a, a remake. remake. I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. Like I, I ended up fast forwarding so many. Actually, did I? No, I didn't. No, I ended up wishing I'd fast forwarded certain sections. <laughs> it, it, it I, how do you fuck up? Like, like sudden death itself, right, was a fun movie. Like, we can't. I don't think anyone could call sudden death good. The original sudden death, like, it's really fun. It's entertaining. And it's like Van Damme in a Die Hard in a hockey rink movie, which, which just doesn't make any sense. But it's fun. like It's, but it's, 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 it's 90s it's action boring. fun. Right, it's never boring. Peter Hyam's directing. Powers Booth is the lead villain. Like, you've got Shit going down, like it's it's an enjoyable movie. If nothing else, it's enjoyable. Even if some of it, you are just going, this was sort of like doomed from the beginning. Because how do you do Die Hard in an ice? The fact that he even doesn't he either scores the goal or saves the goal or whatever it is, and then shows his son, his son, you know, from the crowd sees that it's his that. Like it doesn't make none of it makes any sense. But it's a lot of fun. Like it's a lot of fun. This has, I would say. This, no this was fun. meant to be the quick bit like, by the way. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it, it, it is just, it is, it is an interminable movie. Like, like, it's Michael J White who is quality, right? And like, like, I can't, the fights are chum, everything about it is bad. I, I, I can't, I, I wanted can't. to watch it so I can have some other people to compete. Yeah, I can't I honestly say people it, online going, it's me, amazing. Yeah. You know when you see people go, it's amazing. It's not, it's absolutely terrible. Like, it's terrible.
0: I Yeah, from, from, I mean, hey, if I, if I get super bored,
1: maybe. Well, it became uh, one of the most watched films on Netflix this year. There's, there's articles about how somehow this movie became, like, one of the big, you know, one of the most watched or streamed films or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, <sighs> yeah. Um, My number four is a film that, I mean... Yeah, I, I kind of I kind of feel guilty for putting it in here because I shouldn't have expected any more, but Clown Nado really was fucking terrible. <laughs> and, I
1: just don't even see how it qualifies for any lists at all. And like
0: like but I expected it to be bad in right. a in a kind of asylum type way. But right, of course. it was so bad it made it made asylum films look like they had like like fox money. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty. That's pretty extraordinary. Like yeah, fuck, I mean, it, money. fucks money. Um, it, it was, but I feel bad for putting it in there because I kind of like like the fact I expected it to be anything but that. But it, right? Not only did it miss that bar, but it missed it by such a dramatic amount <laughs> that it kind of has to qualify. Uh, so number hmm. four was Clannad. Uh my number four.
1: It's bad boys for life. Some of these, some of this, some of this order could have been completely interchangeable, by the way. It's not specifically, no, so look, see this year. it's just the biggest disappointment. I it's forgot it came out this year, right? And we'll get on to that when I do my awards in the middle of the I'm show saw it in Glasgow. Oh, I, yeah, I, I saw it in Glasgow, so I remember it very well. I
0: will forget, I actually forgot that came out this year. Now, that's partly for the fact it was an early release, but yeah, it was immensely
1: forgettable, super just terrible like like not even so bad that it's good bad like like the bit I where you find think, still that bad it places 10, sun, but... it's just it's not it's not it's, oh. anyway sorry yeah I mean fair <laughs> I'm fair. sorry but I watched it is what I mean um my number three
0: oh man like this top three is really bad my number three <laughs> and I think you might have this higher uh or at least at number three hard kill same <laughs> cheeks. Exactly <laughs> I mean, I don't think we can say much more about this because, quite frankly, we have fucking rinsed the shit out of this over the last year. But it's just one, the last few months.
1: So hard. What we've hard kill is it's just one of a raft of this sort of film. Like, like I mean, and I'm talking <laughs> Bruce Willis films. Like, I I want to see Breach at some point just to see if it's any you no know, sci-fi one or whatever. But yeah. I just... Hard Kill is one of a raft of, of, of action films. I, I just, I, I should never be bored. I just shouldn't be bored watching a 90-minute action film ever and, and, and depressed and kind of angry and, and so aware of the business behind how that film got made. Do you know what I mean? There is, there I just is. Shouldn't, I just shouldn't be, I just shouldn't be that bored.
0: There, there genuinely is no, no reason why a Bruce Willis punching people movie should be bad?
1: I mean, he doesn't do that. I think that's part. And the that's problem. the problem,
0: right? He doesn't do it. Um, yeah. Number five is Har Kill. Number three, sorry, is Har Three,
1: three, sorry,
0: three. is Har Kill. <laughs> My number two, uh, and this was a film that, yeah, in January, I genuinely wasn't. I didn't think anything could dislodge this as being the worst film of oh, the year oh, because it was fucking terrible. Um, but Doolittle.
1: <clears throat> oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. Do little. Have yeah, it do little. Do mm. little. Do little. Do so very little. And it did. Um do so very little.
0: <laughs> like, like apparently I love the Mark Commode said that uh, Martin Sheen, um Michael Sheen, sorry, not Martin Sheen, Michael Sheen. Uh, oh, basically <laughs> basically um Robert Downey Jr. asked him, yeah, like uh, how to do a uh, a Welsh accent, how to do it right, what he needed to do. But the one thing he forgot to ask was Should he do a Welsh accent? And the answer, very clearly,
1: was no. Wait. Hang on. Wait. Robert Downey Jr. does a Welsh accent in Doolittle?
0: Well, not really.
1: I mean, he's aiming to do a Welsh accent in Doolittle. Yeah. I'm watching it today. It's... It, I have to watch it today. I didn't I didn't even know this. This is a uh, this is a what's, not a deal break, a deal maker. This is a deal maker. I'm watching Doolittle today.
0: It is up there with one of the I mean, him and um, him and Russell Crowe in in Robin Hood should have a <laughs> should have a bad, bad. Uh, well, I always love the fact that Russell Crowe was that like, um off. was like, Angry. like, nah, mate, it's your fucking ears. There's nothing wrong with yeah. my accent it's your fucking
1: ears it's like no I've only Russell, walked out. Russell, Russell. there's that bit where later on in the interview he literally goes I can't deal with this and just <laughs> walks
0: off it's like Russell 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 no um <laughs>
1: anyway so do little was my number two my number two is there's blood in my shit um oh I don't really <laughs> want to say sure. anything. I, I, I don't really want to say anything about it it just it was just a complete It's just a complete mess yeah like just it, a compl- how do you take something again that's fun how, it's a complete mess. And, and and then also, just the the thing that I just couldn't get my brain around at all was that in theory, he's apparently gone through this however many times, like many, many times. It, you know what I mean? Like the, we don't even know that the first time we see him do this mission, you know, where they pretend whoever it was who killed his wife and he kills that person. We, that's not necessarily the first time that's actually happened. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They say it, he's done it like loads of times. And I'm thinking every single time he wakes up, every person in that facility has to do this act they all have to do they, they all have to act and pretend do you know what i mean like everyone I mean there's like what i don't know 150 <laughs> people working there it's not so they've all got to people yeah what? like it doesn't i know it sounds an absurd thing to think about but i'm like it's not like it's him and two people who have to lie no. to him it, it's like 150 well, however many people work in that facility they all presumably have to go through the same and you know that like someone baby. one day is having a
0: bad day and they just oh all right john and they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck oh, I'll I it. it. Right, we've got to reset him. Sorry, dude, I fucked yeah, up. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Do you want some quavers? What are quavers? Oh, um, fuck. Shit, guys. Guys, I've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. Um, I fucking did it. It's fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid.
0: Okay, so that leaves just one film, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Judy Dench riding in a fairy copter. Which I still haven't seen. <laughs>
1: I still haven't seen. It. I can't finish it. I tried I, I, I swear, I tried to. It's Artemis Fowl is
0: the most inept big budget film I think, and the fact it was directed by Kenneth
1: Branagh. I just don't get that. I, I like, don't see it. You know when Sir you Ken. see, when you can see. But you know when you can see. A, if you watch, I, look. I haven't seen all of his films. I've seen most of them, and most of them. Are pretty fucking good, even if you don't enjoy. You know, even if it's not your cup of tea. Yeah, He's a, he's a competent director. even yeah, like and even so, the Thor, even Thor is is competently course, done. Of course it is. Yes, absolutely, absolutely it is. But um, and he just this was just even like I think we've talked about. We won't go into it. Even well, like, when I first started watching it, the opening titles being so like like 90s? And, and like a nineties like a nineties TV movie. Yeah. It's like a pilot. Um, <laughs> like, what is this? There were
0: three films this year I couldn't finish. I did I like, mm. so they, they haven't made my list, but I literally couldn't get past the first 15 minutes. One was VHS, which was fucking awful. Um, oh, she Dies no. Tomorrow, which everyone says is a brilliant film. I literally couldn't stand it. Uh, and oh, then, no, a, then a sci-fi film called 2067, which is just intolerable So those were my, uh, so those were our um, worst films of the year, and I, I, we're pretty much aligned on that. For the part, yeah. I think yeah. probably the only ones that you'd move out my honorable mentions are like Tenet and.
1: Yeah, maybe... only because I, I, there was a few that you mentioned. You like Fantasy like, Island yeah. more than me. I did, yes, I did. And, uh, I'm not going to say it's perfect, By I, I, I had a ball with it, which is rare, right? So, uh, well, actually, not rare. I, this is my thing with Blumhouse too. I normally basically enjoy Blumhouse films. Basically. Normally. Just, yeah even if they're not even if you can't call them you know good uh, normally just, they roll no. on they sort of do, they sort of tick like I, I quite like Countdown I quite liked it like yes. I'll probably watch it again I've,
0: I've seen so many better variants of that film like, I get I get. Final that Destination I, 12
1: um, yep, I, I, I,
0: get I get you so let me run down my annual awards of 2020 oh. are you ready the alternative awards <laughs> you powering up a generator what's happening i am yeah uh so my most deta- entertainingly bad film of the year goes to money plane yes yeah, fucking awesome
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved it about, actually i want to watch it i want to watch it
0: i loved it because it was Terrible. so it just didn't give a fuck that it was blatantly filmed in like one location <laughs> curtains
1: and, were used for a lot of backgrounds
0: <laughs> yes it's it's just genius um so, like, can we just watch the bloody film now award goes to No Time to Die? I'm so over this.
1: Oh, I don't care. Like, I, it all needs to go away from In fact, funny, I don't know if you notice it has gone quite quiet. Finally.
0: Very quiet. Although MGM's up for sale now, so that could completely fuck it mm. up. Because if Apple buy it, you know where Bond's going.
1: Um So Uh, 2020... As as well as, by the way, as well as all the MGM movies like American Ninja.
0: Which is about time, because most of them are lost in streaming hell at the moment, like the Fox stuff. Yeah. Um, So the the TV show that 2020 needed uh, was Tiger King. I don't think Netflix could have released a series at a better time than that.
1: Completely. It was extraordinary. It's one of those things, though, where I felt... Do I go back and... Like, if I watch it again, will I get the same sort of...
0: And it's why I've never, no. re-watched, never no. re-listened to Serial, the podcast, because it's such a... Same,
1: yeah. It's such a of-the-moment. Um, and then the I've TV still got... Oh, just, just, oh, sorry, just briefly on that, I've still got the most recent series to listen to. Oh, sorry, when,
0: when I say that, what Serial. I mean is the first series. The second series was
1: crap, really bad. And I, the third was, series
0: mm. is excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I thought the second one, because of the, the courthouse reporting, so I thought were actually genuinely quite... Okay, that, is, that is the second but, one. Oh, is it? That's the that's the and third think, one. The second am, am one was I the the military guy. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Sorry. Yes, you're right because it felt like a pale imitation of the first one. Yes. Yeah, and it didn't go right. anywhere yeah. at all. Yeah, um, the courthouse reporting was really interesting. Yeah. So
0: then you don't have any to listen to.
1: No, then <laughs> I've got one more. It's called cool it's called cool to be like nice white people. Hang on, what's it called?
0: Oh, yeah. So nice white people. That's their kind of spin off. I I I gave up. Oh, I, I, I didn't really did know that. Oh, I didn't know um, okay. So, the TV moment that 2020 needed. Luke! And that's all I'm saying. Just in case uh, yeah. you haven't watched
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Nice white parents, that was it, sorry. Um, yes, it really was that, yes.
0: Uh, the surprise of the year was COVID and every film being rescheduled to 2021. Every film was that was that a surprise at the end? Was no, but at the beginning, it certainly fucking was. Um, yes. The performance of the year award goes to the marketing team at Eon and Sony. They actually made us believe three times that No Time to Die was coming out.
1: Oh God, don't.
0: <laughs> um, the okay, that shouldn't have been that good. Award goes to Greenland.
1: Okay, yes, I, I still need to watch it, unfortunately, but I, I very um, much want
0: to. And the uh, the Yep, I'm over them award, an annual award we give out every year, is uh, well, actually, it's not them. But actually, it's Adam Sandler's silly kid voice. Can he stop it now? Because he's so much of a better actor than than that, right? And and just to build on that, can we just stop making films like Hubie Halloween and shit like that? Because, dude, you made Uncut Gems this year. Well,
1: here's the thing with Hubie Halloween. I enjoyed it. But I will say I agree about the voice. The voice is becoming, like I say, the apex leaves little Nicky which yeah. I find, again, excruciating. He doesn't... He could still be... I, mean, I, don't think he should, I don't think he should still keep doing this, like, man-child thing, necessarily. But he could still do that without it being a thing. You just, you just sort of man, go, what, what are you doing? The man-child doing? is so over. Anyway... But what I'm you, saying is you could, you could still do but that you don't, you But can he doesn't still be, need to. Move away I agree. from that. Oh, that. no, shit was I, fine in the 90s. I agree. No, no, I agree. I'm just saying it's still possible to play like a, an emotionally stunted character, without it being, voice, But he doesn't you know, need I mean? to do like, that. Just,
0: he can play grown up people doing grown up things.
1: I agree like, too. Uncut Gems.
0: It's, it's basically, it would be like, it would be like, um I, I, I can't even think of an actor that, that, it'd be like, oh no, it wouldn't even be like The Rock going back to doing shit he used to do, because he still does that. um.
1: I wish for rock. No, no, I wish for rock really did go back to the Yeah, mutants, that's to, to, to it. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh the well, that wasn't worth the weight. award goes to the new mutants.
1: Well, yeah, I mean it was, it was almost like an inevitable weird it was gonna sweep the board. I again uh, I stand by the fact, but I think that it wasn't terrible. It was just it just it, it was it for, was for, the for, for, most for, solid for, for five we, out of
0: ten movie that I
1: we, Well year. for what we got, for what we got, you just wonder why did it take what were the things? made it take this long like as in what what did they cut like what I'd love to see I'm not joking I'd watch seven different versions of that film yeah just to see apparently apparently in
0: the end they said that they didn't reshoot anything but then you go well what's what was the problem exactly it's um so uh the okay so we still can make a good film award goes to Adam Sandler. um, be Halloween was simply a master... No, of course, I'm joking. It was uncut. Amazing. (laughs) Uh, I totally forgot it came out this year award. Goes to Bad Boys for Life. If it wasn't for Ross constantly hating on this film, I would have actually even forgotten it came out.
1: I don't hate on it that much. You kept that legacy alive. It's just rubbish. Um, It's just rubbish. We like you, but can you
0: take a year off award? Goes to Blumhouse. Too many films and too little quality
1: control. Yeah, I have to reluctantly agree, although they've done some belters still this year. Hey, I've done they've a done a belters. couple
0: of good films this year, a couple of good yeah. films, but yeah. the, the scales are not there. The Come In Your Time Is Up Award goes to Johnny Depp. He fought The Sun and The Sun won. hmm Yep. Uh, really that's, that's the end of that career, pretty much. Uh, now let's see it with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan Award goes to Freaky. God, I'd love to see that version <laughs> of the film with that cast.
1: That is true. That, that that would be very interesting. Like
0: an updated version of the film with, with those two. And in fact, I'd love to see like Jamie Lee Curtis as Jamie Lee Curtis swapping with Lindsay Lohan as Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> and basically Jamie Lee Curtis tries to sort out Lindsay Lohan's life and make her slightly less of a fuck up. And and Lindsay Lohan realises that, that, you know, you can be classy and professional without having to be a cunt.
1: Well, you'd think.
0: Um... The the, uh, the Ross and Phil Award, there's a special award from the Ross and Phil podcast, the Ross and Phil Award for Yes, Ross, We Get It, You Love Happy Death Day Award goes to Happy Death
1: Day. What about Happy Death Day to you? Because
0: basically Ross has mentioned it on every podcast we've done this year.
1: Because it's, it's the bestest film for ages. Um,
0: trailer of the Year goes to Top Gun Maverick. I'm cheating, but I just really want to see the film. It's a great trailer. It still is. Just let me see the fucking film. Um Emperor's New There's not many more of these. Emperor's New Clothes Award goes to Tenet. It didn't save 2020, it didn't save cinema, and it also wasn't that great.
1: It wasn't Tenet's fault though.
0: It like, was as in it was, it sort of, was no, no what fault, I mean because no, boring.
1: No, and no, no one wants to I, see it no, because it no, was boring. What I, no, what I mean is, what I mean is tenet tenet's fault is being tenet, but it's not people were putting down like this this failure of cinema or whatever to tenet well, Tenet was the wrong film to release. Oh, absolutely. Like you say, Wonder Woman, regardless of what I think of... How did, why did I say it like that? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman 84 was the film to release. That's the yeah. film that would have brought as many people back as... Give or take. Yeah. And it's, I, so it's I not Tenet's fault. It's not Tenet's fault. Tenet's fault is just being Tenet. You know what I'm getting at? In but terms of... It, like but also, if it had been a better film... Issue, it would have been Wonder
0: Woman. If you look at, oh, inter- if you look at Interception... Yeah, but how do you... Oh, inception! Interception? Right.
1: Inception. <laughs> you look at inception.
0: What do you think about Inception? That's... Stella. But inception. Fuck. Um, inception is as complex as Tenet in a way. Yes. But yet, yes. is still an infinitely better film that made three hundred plus million at the box office.
1: I still stand by the fact that that also had Leo and Tom Hardy and stuff, as opposed to the cast of Tenet two as well. Yeah. Like, I know that's not. I know that's not the only thing. But again, I think the mistake the mistake's the wrong word. Like just saying a Christopher Nolan film isn't enough. It, is, I, it well, isn't enough. I think it was it, not, I think not, not Christopher not Nolan, f- Nolan thought it was enough. No, that's what I mean. And probably Warner <laughs> Brothers might have too no, but that's what I'm getting at, it's yeah. not enough. No, it no, I know what you're getting at. at
0: but I think Chris I think Christopher Nolan thought it was going to be enough. I thought Christopher Nolan the only person, thought, I'm going to save the world. Yeah. And yeah, he, we, he, he got a he got yeah. a, a smack in the face from cinema. <laughs> and just,
1: Sorry, I'm, I'm good timing I, by the way. I'm, I'm dealing with two pets right now. Well, when I said smack in the face, you literally rat sound rat. like
0: you smack someone in the face. Um,
1: so anyway, let's move on. That,
0: the cameo of the year award goes to Ben Affleck in Jane Silent Bob the Reboot. Wasn't a fan of the watched film it. as such, but I
1: haven't watched it you know, at
0: all. Ben Affleck, who's got history, finally coming back was a nice moment. Um, but also nice to see Matt Damon, Chris Hemsworth, Melissa, Melissa Benoist. Ravel Kilmer, Tommy Chong, Brian Quinn, Jason Biggs, and many, many more.
1: Wow. It's a hell of a I have ghost. no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, the film's shit, but, you know. Does, does Affleck play the guy who plays in Rats or is he, like, a different person? Uh,
0: just, I think he does play the guy who plays in Rats. Amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he plays him. I could be wrong, though, because it's been so fucking long. Or it could be maybe he plays the guy from uh, Chasing Amy. I don't know.
1: Oh, I see, yeah. Or, or he could remember. be an angel. He could be a, He's been a lot of things. <clears throat> so the
0: Oscars only really like famous dead people award uh, goes to uh, the Oscars for missing out on Luke Perry, Jan Michael Vincent, Cameron Boyce, Sid Haig, Michael J. Pollard, and a fuckload more people once again. Jesus Christ. Um, the proof that award shows don't suck goes to Parasite uh, for winning everything. Yep and Whacking yep. Phoenix for The Joker, which are two very, very, mm-hmm. very deserved awards. But the proof that awards show do suck goes to the fact that Adam Sandler didn't even get nominated for Uncut Gems. That's insane. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. The Less Is More Award goes to Tenet. Just because you have a kitchen sink, you don't always need to throw it at us. Mm. Uh, the Ross had a better ending than the film award goes to The Invisible Man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> because you did and finally the films that should have been on my 2019 list but i hadn't seen at the time hitsville the making of motown uh dolomite is my name ford versus ferrari one cut of the dead and american factory
1: mm, dolomite Those, is my name is uh, my award um, of the year um, oh, and can i just and can i just connect on dolomite is my name and then the coming to america trailer
0: yeah coming to america trailer looks awesome it looks yeah, so does So, let's pivot over to our best of the
1: year. Ross, your honourable mentions, sir. My honourable mentions for best of the year. Okay, so, no particular order, um, but uh, Jojo Rabbit, uh, The Hunt, David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, uh, Les Miserables. Wow. uh, Wow. Yeah, St Maud. His house, fat man, <laughs> which I really liked. Uh, Freaky, yep, uh, possess- Possessor, possessor, oh, possessor I which I, that. Really I, yeah, that. I really enjoyed. Love, yeah, I really enjoyed. Definitely a punt it, on that because I will be talking about it. Shortly. Yeah, loved it. Uh, Arch enemy, uh, Eurovision song contest for story of Fire Saga, Gretel and Hansel. Yeah, good film. And, and boss level. Oh! <laughs> there was there was a turnaround okay because ross there was, was like I, I
0: i don't like this film and i'm like ross i i love this film it's really good and ross is like no it's not and i'm like ross watch it and ross has watched it and ross likes boss level that's well, the top talk- well, remember what we'll do. i watched the first hour remember previously yeah, yeah. i watched
1: the first hour and was very, very negative. I think I think I think like our good next... bits. I said they were good bits. I did say they were yeah. good bits. I
0: but... think our next podcast will do a bit of a Mia Culpa on 2020 and talk about like these, yeah. these weird films that like that we've we've kind of put in there. Cool. So mine is slightly shorter. Uh The Invisible Man, The Social Dilemma, Greenland. Fuck, I never thought I'd say that. Athlete A, which is a very good documentary, The Platform, which mm. is a very good Spanish film. The Broken Hearts Gallery, which warmed my heart, The Gentleman. Mm. Uh, which I still oh. really, really love. Nineteen
1: seventeen. Which... I thought it was last year. I thought Gentleman was nineteen nineteen. No, uh,
0: January was it? Yeah. Okay. The Hunt Birds. I know this year's felt like forever. Birds of mm. Prey and the Fantab- Fantabulous Maelstrom of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. Shit title. Great film. Um, although they should have just called it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, and then people would have gone. To right.
1: It. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, the The Wolf
0: of Snow Hollow. Uh-huh. Color out of space. Yes. Freaky. And Gretel and Hansel.
1: Great. Yeah, Gretel and Hansel has really stayed with me, actually. The yeah, tone of it more it's than anything.
0: Really freaky. Right, Ross, you're number 10.
1: My number 10 is Inmate Number One.
0: Ah, oh, Pump. Mm-hmm. My number 10 is Possessor. Man.
1: Oh, yeah, I loved it. That film was grim. <laughs> Did you watch the version called Possessor Uncut? Yes. That's the one I watched. It yes. was fucking amazing.
0: Amazing. Yes, it was. It was brutal it was so violent and grim and yeah, yeah. like the sex and like i was just like wow this is this is basically like watching a david cronenberg movie of circa video drone right yeah yeah <laughs> really really enjoy it it's like the it's the only it's probably the only proper horror film that was that came out this year that i saw and liked
1: oh yeah i think it may be a couple but yeah you're right you're right it's very 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 good uh are number nine my number nine is for Wolf of Snow Hollow. Ah, good for I loved it. Yes, I absolutely job. loved it. And moments of it have stayed with me still. Like I, I absolutely loved it. There's <laughs> that bit where he has a breakdown at one of his colleagues who go, just do your fucking job. Just do yeah. your fucking job. Like, that's just absolutely amazing. Like he just he's Jim Cummings is something else. He's a Yeah, talent.
0: that was it was it was a film that I'd not heard of, and then you recommended it. I watched it and I was like, Yeah, this is really, really good, man. Really, really it's good. Great, great. Um my number nine is Inmate Number One, The Rise of Danny Trejo. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's good, it's a great documentary, but not just if not even if you like Danny Trejo, although that always it's helps. It's just a good documentary. It's a great documentary. Um and yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. And he's, you know, he's even more of a legend than you you thought he was. And I really didn't mm. realise that like like Heat was one of his first
1: films. Yeah, well his first one was Runaway Train, but yeah.
0: But like his first proper, like, you know, I and mean, his character's name in heat is called Trejo. Oh yeah. Amazing. <laughs> uh right, your number nine, eight, eight, eight. My number eight is a
1: fairly late entry, Mank.
0: Ah, so I've not seen Mank yet. It's really one of those ones I need it.
1: to see. I know it sounds obvious, it's a bit too long and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a, bit, a bit but but no, I, I really, really dug it. Like, I really, uh, yeah, I, I really
0: dug it. I really liked it. Nice. I, I It's definitely on my list of fil- films I need to wrap up on. Uh, my number eight was Queen and Slim.
1: I still haven't seen it. I feel really bad because I know it's... that's a proper one to watch.
0: Good. Yeah, no, it's a really, really good kind of Bonnie and Clyde, true romance-style road trip Ooh. movie. Um, but, you know, it, it, it genuinely was nothing without its central performances, which were awesome really really good like genuinely good so that was one about eight no my number your number seven
1: my number seven is a super late entry it's soul
0: uh now now i haven't seen this yet um we chose oh, man. wonder you woman I really soul. need to
1: watch so well we watched both of those on the same day and soul i mean i mean watch soul please <laughs> i, I it. will i will i really want to watch it
0: so okay cool my number seven and oh, I'm genuinely struggling to think why I didn't put... I, I should have probably put this higher, <laughs> but I have to draw a line at some point. But Palm
1: Springs. Oh, pumped.
0: Okay, that was my number seven. Your number six.
1: Mm. My number six is Borat subsequent movie film. My number six because, is Borat subsequent movie oh, film. <laughs> oh, because this really was the movie we needed. Like, Oh my God, so like, much. Uh, yeah, it was just funny as fuck, and the, the, the actress who plays his daughter is just amazing. She's just fearless. amazing. Is, is it? Yeah, it is daughter. Is daughter, isn't it? It's yeah. amazing. She's amazing. She's fearless. I mean, and it's fun like as hell. he is fearless,
0: but he yes, can be yes. fearless being a man. Yeah. I think that offers you certain levels of mm-hmm. safety and, and protection. also.
1: But also, he's been doing it for a long time. And, and she's, that's exactly she's, it. she's new, you know, like it's amazing, amazing. And,
0: and she, yeah, this is like one of her, you know, not her first film, but certainly she's not done anything like this. It's close. She was yeah. literally stuck in a room with a rapey Rudy Giuliani. Yeah,
1: yeah. And rapey Rudy
0: and Rapey Rudy stayed yeah. in character, didn't panic, and yeah. actually said, I kind of wish he'd left me a bit longer to
1: see where it would have gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that girl yeah i don't think cool any of us i don't think any of us sick. wanted to see that like, i don't think anyone would no want to see none of that, us did but, yeah. none of well it was upsetting
0: i kind of like <laughs> what i'd like is if, they'd, if they if he'd have waited another 20 seconds just to take away the ambiguity
1: because right. i think another
0: 20 seconds you would have seen that rudy was not tugging tucking in his shirt no he was no. definitely tugging out his penis mm but uh, yeah it was the film we need and and this will factor into my heroes and villains later on number six number five ross
1: <laughs> what's happening my number five is Palm Springs because it. it was such a surprise such a surprise and a delight and funny but also dramatic and some of the turns when you realize like when you realize where she is when she wakes up that's really fucking good there's it's, it's really good and it's yeah. not your normal Sandberg it's not your normal Sandberg film and i I really, I really really liked it and
0: again, this will feature in my heroes and villains later. There's something going on here. My number five is David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet.
1: I loved it. I, I mean, it should have been in my top ten, but I just, you know, it was so good. It's so good to
0: yeah. see someone that is a genuine master at what he does. Yes. Just like, and and like anyone that watches that and goes, oh, well, it's not real. There's he's literally he was there and then <laughs> yeah. he, he goes back there and there ain't there anymore. You know.
1: It's not yes, exactly.
0: It's you just can't you still can deny it because people in America are
1: idiots. People but are morons, yeah. You just gotta be a moron to deny it. But yes. Um
0: my number five was David Aspra, a life on our planet. My number your number four. My
1: number four is the invisible man. It's it, Good film. it's arguable. It's arguable that it could be anywhere in the top. Like as in, it could be potentially a bit low. You know, some of this stuff is a little bit interchangeable. Possibly, like is Invisible Man the fourth best film of the year? Probably not. To be real, to be honest. Um, but it has stayed with me the whole time. It was a wonderful cinema experience as well. It wasn't just the film itself for me. Um, and it just did a lot of things that I that I was like, this this is Blumhouse at like a this is like Apex Blumhouse. It doesn't get a lot better than this from them. It really doesn't, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I really liked it. And 100% you had a better answer, a better ending than the uh, yeah. the actual film's ending. So, yeah, well done on that one. And my number four is Parasite. Ah, punt. I thought you <clears throat> might. Good film. Uh my, your number four. You're number three. Sorry. <laughs> You're number three. <laughs> right. I've well, lost
1: the plot my, okay. my number three is Uncut Gems.
0: Ah, my number three <clears throat> is
1: Uncut Gems. Yeah, it had to be in the top five.
0: I think mean, yeah. that's
1: the point. It it,
0: the from the moment I saw it, I knew that was going to be one of the year's best films.
1: Yeah. Yeah, completely. It's just whew, so it's damn good. Exercise in, it's an exercise in tension. It's, uh, it's It's a film that I don't know if I could ever watch it
0: again, just for the sake yeah. that I barely survived the first time. It's stressful. It's like
1: genuinely stressful to watch. It was yeah. fascinating. It's- and again, for anybody who hasn't seen um, the Safdie brothers' film Good Time, they should watch that too.
0: Absolutely. And Uncut Gems will feature in my list of my, my Heroes and Villains of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, your number two? My number two is Parasite. Ah, ooh. Um, ooh. Uh, yeah, no, Parasite. Look, <laughs> the, hype, the, the hype was real, right? It was a good film. Um, it yes, swept absolutely. Oscars, it swept awards, it was a brilliant, brilliant film. Again, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but.
1: No, same. It
0: was same. Superb. I don't have a number two. Oh, that's interesting. I have two Why's number that? ones. Uh, okay. I've done a Ross this year. <laughs> oh so, dear. Ross,
1: what is your number one film of the year? My number one, and it... <laughs> it's the trial of a Chicago 7. Punt,
0: kinda. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. it because it's also one of my number ones. So, yeah. it's,
1: it was just great, wasn't it? Yes, it was it's just like it's just it's going to stand up. It's going to stand up for so long as well. It's going to hold up so well for so long. I, uh, I just, you know, I'm very excited about watching it again. And interestingly, but
0: well, I think 2010, my film of the year was Social Network. 2020, oh. my <laughs> film of the year is um, Trial of Chicago Seven. You know same man involved in both films in different ways, but uh, it was utterly phenomenal. However, if I had to pick my favourite thing I watched this year, the thing that will stick with me, that had the biggest influence on my life, and I think can loosely be classed as a film, Uh in a way, there might be some pushback on this. don't care, Mm. but my 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 other film of the year and probably the the thing that will stick with me in twenty twenty more than any other was watching Hamilton on Disney Plus.
1: That's interesting.
0: So I class that as it's a film, right? It's a film version of a stage show. It's a documentary, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I watched Hamilton, and then a week later I watched it again, and a week later I watched it again. I've listened to the soundtrack numerous times, and I, along with you, was one of the fifteen thousand people in the queue to get tickets online when they went on sale a couple yes. of weeks ago. Um, yeah. We're going to sit down and watch it with my daughter at some point over Christmas. You know, it's—I've never watched a film four times in a year, ever. The same right. film, yeah. ever, like just doesn't happen. Yeah. I could pretty much watch Hamilton every week.
1: Yes, yeah, so I mean I listen to the soundtrack all the time. You haven't seen it live yet, have you? No. You are going to, I, I say this with zero hesitation because I've booked tickets for May and August. You are going to watch the UK version and say that the Disney version is okay. You, that you really, really excites will. me more than you anything. really will. I, 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 would be, I would be very surprised if you don't think that. Like I would be very, very partly the live experience is, is its own thing. The cast overall, and look, the American cast are fantastic. The guys who play Hamilton in the UK, with no disrespect to Lin Manuel Miranda, blow him out of the water performance-wise. Not, not obviously he created the damn thing; he's the man behind it all, and he's a g. You know what I mean? Like he's incredible. The UK yeah, cast, but, but the thing is, though, totally you can different. be
0: incredible, but you can still have someone that does it better than what you do, and that's well, do you know what?
1: that's what you should. You can have. tell. So here is a. You can tell from the from the Disney version but a number of the other people in the cast are just so much stronger singers than he is yeah they're just like when he's doing like the the talky rap stuff without having know, uh, like he's very good at that's he's his forte in that is fantastic like he's fantastic in that. when it comes to the singing stuff he's not a bad singer by any stretch of it but the others like Leslie Odom G all those other people they're so much stronger yeah they're so I'm- much stronger singers.
0: I, um, I, I'm, I'm pretty I sure it. I, I would it. agree, but it it literally yeah. was a, a transformational experience, and I couldn't wow. go the end couldn't go the year without. In in all honesty, saying that was probably
1: the best thing I watched this year. That's amazing! I'm so I'm genuinely really pleased to hear that. Um, I really am because I love so it.
0: So let's do our heroes and villains as we wrap up this <laughs> review of 2020. Ross, who is your villain of the year?
1: Okay this was tricky because do you remember my villain of last year? No. (laughs) It was was Phil. It was the guy. Oh, it was Phil. Yeah, it was Phil. Oh,
0: fuck Phil, man.
1: That guy. So, my villain of the year. Phil. My villain of the year, in a very petty and personal way, was when the cinemas opened again, between the lockdowns, Cineworld showed an advert called The Intermission Is Over. (laughs) <laughs> on the day yes, that back. I saw Rocky fall, day fall day when they were the closing. Week, <laughs> and the week, in the week that they were closing again. <laughs> and very, very, like, indeterminately. Like, like and they say you know, we're not going to open until April or June, or whatever it is. And they kept showing that advert. Yeah, the intermission and, is over. It's over. Where they could just remove that from the DCPs or whatever the hell they use. Like, they could just remove that.
0: Yeah.
1: And it felt, because we were actually sitting, it was myself and Jenny and uh, our friend Cheryl, we're sitting in the cinema watching Akira on the day that they like, like. It was for pretty much the last screening I think yep. of the day, and to see that advert—it's kicking the bottom was isn't it? Horrid! Like, like it was—it it was horrid. And, and the like, staff. I know that there's no—I know that it was not. I know it's not on purpose. And yeah, exactly. The staff who are serving who so don't know where they're going to get their jobs back and all of that stuff. Like that to me was a. The, you could talk about COVID and all the other shit. That to me on a personal level was the villain because we'd gone back to the cinemas <laughs> to support the cinemas. Yeah, and and particularly like, we saw every Rocky film like we watched. So I went every night for a week. You know, every night for a week. And I as rewarded as you people. by telling
0: you to fuck off, basically. Well, they well, the they didn't
1: it. even. It was worse. It was what it, it was to do with this. It was like it's all good. It's like it's it's not good. Guess who my villain? Why are you be doing this? Why are you doing this? I don't know. Cineworld.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Okay. For for that. And everything else. I think Cineworld mm. have fucking been atrocious for all of this. They came back and I went to support them. And I was—I went saw Karate Kid and Back to the Future. And I was loving watching older films. Yeah, back to day. the Future, yes, yes. It was amazing. I saw Empire Strike Back on the screen for the first mm. time in 20 years. You know, I, I went and watched Tenet, Endured Tenet. Um, <laughs> and... And they rewarded all of that by saying, yeah, well, if if Bond's gonna like not bother coming back, then we're gonna throw our toys out the pram and shut our doors till April.
1: Yeah. If that, we Fuck don't even know. Off,
0: man. Fuck yeah. off. I was livid, genuinely livid when they closed. And even more livid to have that fucking advert come up while I was watching Rocky Four when I knew three it's days later they so, were shutting
1: for good. Pretty it much. was so excruciating. It was excruciating.
0: It's it was, it was
1: excruciating to sit through that. It was awful. Yeah,
0: I think Cineworld have been the villain of cinema for years. Like, badly projected films, bad cinemas. Now, admittedly, the new cinema... See, I've Eastbourne never actually that's...
1: And that's something that have you go to the West End and London
0: ones, right? Yeah, where they actually give yeah. a fuck.
1: But yeah. in Eastbourne, yeah.
0: they don't have to give a fuck. So yeah. they can project films at the wrong aspect ratios or project yeah. films with the sound out of sync or... You know fucking whatever else they've done and you know like you go out to try and find something. like i counted i must have left the cinema in the last year before covid five or six times to go out and tell someone that there was a problem with the projection like the amount of times that like no one comes in to check on the screenings to make sure that the, the local cunts aren't sitting there and being cunty during the film i've paid to watch seriously if you want to go and shout and talk go to a fucking football game don't go to the cinema. Right, and they do nothing, and I and, and then they open up this lovely cinema in esports, and I went back and I invested time and money, and I was like, yeah, do you know what? I really like it. They've they've actually finally nailed this experience, and then mm. COVID happens, and they throw their toys out of the pram, and they're just total shitbags. Yeah. And in a way, in a way, I kind of don't want them to survive this. I what I kind of want is someone to come along and buy it and do a better job of it. Right. Yeah, um, look, I
1: can't disagree.
0: So, Sydney World is my villain of the year.
1: Yeah. Let's but, end on a positive note, Ross. Who's your hero of the year? My hero of the year, it might be obvious. I don't know, is Disney Plus for saving us, basically. But, uh, <laughs> my,
0: mate, we are like. Basically. Do you know what my hero of the year is? Mm, well, streaming services. Person. Streaming right, okay, services. Yeah. yeah so you fair. go first.
1: So I just did Disney Plus. Look. Yeah. The timing of it couldn't have been better, like in terms of when it first came out. <laughs> the content overall is fantastic. Like, I mean, there are, there are some omissions, but look, the, the sheer amount you get for the money, the value is very good. The quality of it, like the Mandalorian, just there's so much good stuff. And, and the behind-the-scenes Mandalorian stuff All well. of that wow. stuff is great. So- and just, just all those classic cartoon series and specials and movies and just like Jenny and I have, but like we not every, not every day now by any means, but we, you know, we, we do sort of endeavor to make the most of the service. You know, we sort of like find things that we want to watch whether it's the Star Wars stuff or Marvel stuff or whatever, you know, like movies. I love, I even love things like Magic Camp. I think Magic Camp this year was hilarious. Like lots of fun, Adam Divine. I thought it was really, really enjoyable. Like a proper good family movie. Some of the other stuff like, was it Godmothered? I loved Godmothered or was that on Netflix? Oh, no, it was, not,
0: it was Disney, was it? I don't know. Oh, maybe you could be Disney. right. I don't
1: know. No, without... without, I don't want to muddy the issue, but, like, overall... Yeah, you're right. All the streaming services, quite frankly, have been great. Um, and Disney Plus gets better this year, mate. Do you know yeah. why it
0: gets better? Because it's they're the bringing Marvel over shows. Hulu to Europe. Oh, I've heard about that. But that's it's not really called cool. Hulu. And also, it's called something else. It's called Star, no. I think. Yeah. And that's going right. to sit but in Disney Plus, and that's where all the Fox shit's going to go. Like, die hard.
1: And Great. aliens, and they're making yep. an Aliens TV series. Right, that's really exciting, potentially. It's Noah Hawley as well, isn't it? It's the, yeah. the and, and Fargo. So that's very exciting. Um, and yeah, look, just, I'm just using Disney as like the example because it's the most recent. But it's just, it's, it particularly when it first, particularly when we had first lockdown, it was it, a prop. Uh, yeah. Like, oh my God, thank God. And, like, there's something. And can I just point out,
0: right? Trial of Chicago 7, Netflix. Hamilton, mm-hmm. Disney. Uncut yeah. Gems, Netflix. David Netflix. Attenborough, Life yeah. on Our Planet, Netflix. Netflix. Borat yeah. subsequent movie film, Amazon, Amazon. Palm Springs, yeah. Hulu. Queen and Slim, I think might have been Netflix, actually. I think
1: it might be Amazon. I might be wrong.
0: I might be wrong. Social Dilemma, ne- um, yeah. Netflix. Athlete A, Netflix. The Broken yeah. Hearts Club, Netflix. Like, I'm sitting there and, like, basically the majority of my top ten films were streaming films this year. And I'm going to go yeah. one further. And I'm going to say that HBO Max is my hero and Warner are my hero of the year within streaming because they finally turned around and gone, do you know what? Cinema needs to change. Yeah. And yes, we're going to do it, it by pissing off everyone at Legendary Films. And and the, the filmmakers behind Dune are going to kick off and threaten to sue us because because we, we, we're we gonna put their film direct to streaming. Do you know what? I don't want to break this to you, Denis, but Dune will not be a fucking success. It will be a no. Blade Runner 2050, whatever the film was, 2047- 2049. 2049, failure. Or well, not even was, a fact. it will just, it will do enough. It will enough. just be
1: there, it will just be yeah. there. Because, yeah, it will just be there.
0: Uh, like, Star Wars people are not f- flooding to see Dune no star trek people right. are not going to flood to see june the mainstream are not flooding to see june the best no. place for your film to live where people are going to watch it is on a fucking streaming service where we can pause it two hours 50 minutes into your eight hour film and oh, go God. for a
1: piss also without being disrespectful to him no one knows who he is the mainstream audience don't have a name denny villeneuve do they? Do they? i, I mean so. do they know they know ridley scott probably they know spielberg Oh, but the mainstream audience they know? What maybe nine, ten directors' names, if that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm being gen- like Scorsese. Like they'll know. Let, let's say, it, let's I don't even think Scorsese start. to the mainstream Maxim. audience
0: is a is a name. No,
1: but you know what? But you know what I mean. But they'll they have heard that name. But, but you know they they'll have heard that name. But no one knows. Him. I, mean, I don't mean, I, mean, I hope I'm not being disrespectful. When was the last time you just don't hear that name? You don't. More people know Nolan. More people know Nolan for sure. And for sure. And do you know what? Like,
0: like no one knows who
1: Patty Jenkins is, by the way. No one knows who Patty Jenkins is. No. Although not maybe really, a bit more really.
0: now after the Star Wars presentation where they talk where oh, she okay. gave that amazing yes, talk possibly. about possibly. um about like her dad being a fighter pilot and why she wants to make like yes. the, the yes. Rogue Squadron film. I was like, Yeah, man, I'm in on that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and then when totally. she walks yeah, Did fine. you watch that? And she walks yeah. onto the air the, the runway and there's an X-wing. And I almost came in my pants <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I was like okay I'm done. Um but <laughs> this year if you take away and by the way soul mank two of your films yes you know but with Netflix Both and eggs. Disney plus you <laughs> know if you took away Netflix Disney plus and Amazon prime to a lesser extent this year hmm. this would be un- intolerable of a I year. I mean
1: I have to I have to say I have to say though and this is Slightly speculative on my part, but if those streaming systems didn't exist, there would either be something else, if you see what I mean, or it would still be on physical media. Because yeah, it's but, just but a lot how of those you films get the films out of people? Oh, is that like, too? well I'm, 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 I'm,
0: Who's going to fund?
1: Who's going to fund? Like, no one wanted to fund. Oh, Netflix films f- for sure. Oh, Netflix films for yeah. sure. Disney, I'm not so sure about because Disney is Disney. Disney would know just know yeah, but yeah. I think, yeah, but Netflix, like yeah, but. In a world where you
0: can't even go out for physical media, no, of course. It's like the streaming services have stepped up in a way, and and everyone's going, "Oh, the streaming services are killing cinema." Again, cinema has killed cinema. It's overpriced. Yeah, yeah. The streaming services exist; they haven't killed cinema, and she they could, just exist. They haven't done anything. They're not. And a hundred percent, they could work together. But Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. 84 has been so successful in the way they've released it. They've already greenlit and fast tracked a third one.
1: Yeah, which worries me.
0: Which worries me. Um, yeah. However, as as a statement of success, you yeah. know, and yeah. I think for me, this is this is the this is the year that changes cinema forever. And if it doesn't, fundamentally, then fundamentally, everyone is making the wrong decision because. Yeah, you know, look at Mulan. Mulan they released on Disney Plus for 20, 20 quid or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, and it made yeah.
0: a shitload of money. And yeah. people still went and saw it in the cinema where it was available, but people yeah. then just got to see it. Yeah, of course. How much money would Bond make if you could watch it at home? Now
1: it's a good today? it's a good question. It's a good question because I think everyone would, you're right. I think we've talked about this before. I think we said that if Whatever service released Bond tomorrow, and charged twenty five pound or something. Every like everyone would do it. Like everyone, like every household would do it. And even people who people who say they wouldn't would do it because it's yeah. Bond and, and it's like about to be out. And
0: how successful is Disney? Well, they've just tapped, touched seventy five million subscribers. I think was the number. Wow. They've got more subscribers in a year and a half than Netflix managed in the first like five or ten years of their existence. Wow. They're going to top a hundred million next year, and that's a hundred million of people effectively paying five pound a month. Five hundred million pound a month.
1: Well, it's the same with Netflix, isn't it? With like the fight, everyone says, "Well, how can they make their films? Look at how much money they're making
0: a month." And this is it, right?
1: Like, and and
0: because of that, cinema is safe now. Movies are safe, and we can now watch them how we want to watch them. And that's not a bad thing. I don't, you know, I want to watch Suicide Squad, but do I want to go and watch Suicide Squad in a cinema in Eastbourne, or do I want to watch it on home on HBO Max, in my cinema, 4K TV, decent sound system, and somewhere where I don't have to pay £20 to get some popcorn? True. I still love well, going cinema. played. <laughs> I d- it depends on the cinema, right? If I was in London, I had West End yeah. cinemas, probably.
1: But or dare I say the Genesis or the Picture or um, yeah, or, or the, the um, these, you Chris know. Charles but, or, but
0: again, yeah. they're they're all cinemas that are run by people that appreciate cinema.
1: Totally, you're absolutely right. Like the Duke yeah, of York in Brighton right. yes, used to be that. Dukes of comedian. yeah. Dukes of Comedy.
0: Um, it's like they they're cinemas run by people that appreciate cinema and not run by people that shut their doors. Because, like, oh, we haven't got bonds, so we're going to shut our doors. Mm. Well, do you know what? The independent cinemas are staying open and they're seeing better business than ever.
1: Well, that's, that was my hope, was it? When World when shut, I was, like, saying, well, hopefully people move go to View and all of those other chains. Yeah. And even the Odeon was doing this thing where if you're a Cineworld member, you get, like, tickets for a, a big discount, which was great. Really and even were Odeon good.
0: were like, look, we're going to shut Monday to Wednesday or Monday right. to Thursday, yes. but yes. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we'll stay open. Yes, brilliant. <coughs> so yeah. that was our wrap up. It's so funny that we both had the same, effectively, the same hero and villains of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <coughs> that was our wrap up of twenty twenty. When we come back next time, we're either going to do our review of, uh, our preview of twenty twenty one, or our mere culpa of twenty twenty, or maybe a combination of both. Um, but either way, thanks for listening over the past year. We've done a lot of episodes this year, more than we've done any other year. Um. <coughs> which is ironic because there's been less films come out this year. <laughs> um, and just to say, as always, Ross, thank you very much for being my uh, co-pilot on this plane, this money plane of a podcast. <laughs> oh,
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where can people find out more about you, my friend? Uh, go to at Ross Boyask on all of the uh, social things at evo films uk if you'd like to follow evolutionary films we have more films coming out soon which is good uh and then at vengeance film uk to follow the exploits of the action franchise film figure that i write and direct.
0: absolutely and to go see the podcast that goes i don't know, the uh, blog that goes along with the podcast you can What's download happening? i know i don't know you can download us on spotify apple podcast amazon music stitcher tuning google play anchor and other places but please wait and review us where you can and um, we're on twitter at phil quick review and on instagram ross and phil talk movies thanks for sticking with us over the past 12 months hopefully 2020 will be 2021 will be better but as a year of films 2020 was pretty decent yeah i think so do you know why because we didn't have to have that onslaught of shit summer movies we get every year it's true We didn't have to waste podcasts talking about how bad Fast and Furious 9 is. Can't wait. (laughs) Talk about bad. (laughs) Amazing. Thanks for listening. We'll be back uh, in the new year.
1: Bye. Lots of love. Bye Bye bye.
0: Bye.